Mantra was originally streamed live on twitch.tv slash Gehenna Gaming. Thank you to our sponsors, Die Hard Dice and Session Zero Clothing, whose support has made this audio version possible. The following is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very, 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 very special part two of Mantra, a two-part Monsard story. If you haven't joined us for the first chapter in our Slaughterfest, then I highly recommend you stop what you're doing and watch that VOD. This, there, this VOD will be here when you get back, and uh, you will definitely have not regretted it. Also, bring your barf bag with you, as, as so have been told. Before we go any further, I would like to warn everyone, uh, this is a heavier game than Gehenna Gaming's uh, used to uh, playing on here. So, yes, yes, heavy, heavier from Monster Hearts, I should say. Uh, so really quick, I'm just giving content warning and trigger warnings for the following things. Cults. Cannibalism. Gaslighting. Religious horror. Folk horror, sexual content, physical abuse, somewhat veiling of sexual abuse. Boom. If you're comfort, if any of those stuff come up, am I am I missing some? Am I, I murder, patricide, uh, blood, gore, a little bit of torture here and there, uh, graphic descriptions, bugs, oh, lots of bugs, uh, vomit, no 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 defecation though. We're, we're staying away from that one. Uh, but yeah, it's going to get gross. It's going to get sickly. But it's going to be fun. And at the end of the day, isn't that what matters? So cozy up with your loved ones. Watch the screen. Oh. And just be very, very happy you're not in this story. Because if you were, you wouldn't be getting out alive. That's for sure. Where do we start our tale this time around? Ah, oh, yes. With cast introductions, of course. Starting from the top and going around the overlay again. Please, players, characters, victims, introduce yourself. Ellie first. I don't know what order we're going. It's okay. I'll, I'll call it out. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I am Ellie Collins. I am the storyteller for ATL by Night, and I will be playing Holly, the werewolf. Ian. Hello, everyone. I'm Ian E. Muller, otherwise known as Ravnos across Twitter and Discord. I am one of the co-founders of Gehenna Gaming and the VP of Strategy, and tonight I am playing Reese Morrison. Normal happy-go-lucky young adult who's totally not in a cult, totally not manipulating anyone, and is just very excited for the summer festival. Festival of rejuvenation, that is. Hmm. Leslie. Huh? Fuck you, ass. <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Leslie Everett. Um, and tonight I will be playing Tanner Brayer, the ghoul. 
And finally, Wes, you can speak now. You're establishing a lot about our personal relationship over the internet, Nick. Uh, hi, I'm Brother Wes. All are Wes Franks, or just Wes. Any of those are fine. I am the founder and creative director of Carrying Cover Studios, and for this evening, I'm playing Andy Walsh, the faithful, a member of Mantra. Now entering our tale, I will just caution everyone once more of content and remind everyone before the truth will set you free, it will surely piss you off. And please don't pray, don't swear, don't call out to your God. He never asked you. As we enter into our first scene, we see a hallway, a long hallway within the mantra compound, I mean campus. This hallway is ornate, uh, definitely different from the more sterilized looking rooms and hallways of the other parts of the campus. You see like rich mahogany inlays, cabinets, uh, art and tapestries hung up from a, an older time, a different time. We see one Reese Morrison led by his two bodyguards, escorts, maybe even friends. Brother Vasquez and Brother Lowry. They lead him to the large double doors, noting to the two standing there, uh, standing guard, to take a break because they have arrived. Reese almost carries as much authority as anyone else at Mantra. That is, except for the man behind this door. So, Reese, you're faced with the door. What do you do? Before I uh, enter, I look over at uh, Jamie and Sylvester, brother Vasquez and Lowry. I believe our um, good friend, brother Walsh, should be arriving anytime with uh, a new a newcomer, Holly. Um, please keep an eye on her. Make sure she's comfortable. And then I will open the door and walk in. And to, as a note to viewers, uh, I just used um, Joss Snapping, which is a move for the Hydra, which is uh, when you rally my, your many heads against someone who has wronged you, you and your heads take one forward action against them. Jamie and Sylvester nod. Uh, Jamie, not as quick as Sylvester, as Sylvester drags him away. As you go to open the door, you can hear strange noises coming from the inside, which seems to infer maybe something's happening, that some sort of private moment between your grandfather and perhaps someone else. Is this a sound that I am used to hearing from his quarters? Oh, yes. You've heard it many of times before. Mm. And as you go to open the door, uh, the door actually opens for you. And you see a girl. You recognize mm. her. She was from the same graduating class as you. She actually just celebrated her 18th birthday yesterday, mm. if you remember. Uh her hair is long, blonde, her skin pale, 
and you might note other things. Bruising. Her body, she's clutching her clothes, her hair is a mess, and she doesn't look happy to be here, or uh, particularly proud. There's a look of shame that crosses her face. As she I um, I give her my signature blank smile, although there's a brief moment where a look of disgust crosses over my face. It's not aimed at her, um, and I just nod my head to the side so that she may pass and move on. Brother, Brother Reese, she says, uh, curving along. Mm-hmm. Running and down. I will. Mm-hmm. I just stride into the room and shut the door behind me. She rushes down the hallway, her sneaker still in hand. You the look see... of disgust comes back across my face once I am behind the door. The scene in front of you is something you've seen a hundred, maybe thousands of times uh, since you were young and born. You remember stumbling upon something similar to this about 10-15 years ago when you were just a young lad four or three Mm. it scarred you back then it just pisses you off now it's wasted talent there's a bedroom as you call grandfather he turns he's where it's his office of course but also his quarters He's wearing this sort of red, luxurious velour robe. Uh, your grandfather is an old and wizened man, definitely in his late 80s. Uh, liver spots mm-hmm. pointing all over his body, his hair straggling gray and white. He smiles at you with his crooked teeth. Ah, grandson. Yes, yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry you had to... uh walk in on that. I was just I was just teaching and doing ceremonies with one of the uh, new recruits. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm gonna kind of walk around the room, but toward him. And just kind of like trail my finger across the bookshelf. Knock something over. Yes. Are you prepared for this evening? Of course, that's why I called you here. Mm -hmm. Tell me, grandson, what of the Herald? Has she fallen into place? Everything is going forward exactly according to plans. And the willing sacrifice? All set. Good. Very good. You see, as you can tell, my Condition is deteriorating. This festival has needed. I need to uh, regain a little bit of my vigor. Mm-hmm. The time is shortening between festivals, Greece. Soon it'll be every year. I'll need something like this. Yeah, uh, that's. That sounds about right. That looks about what kind of condition you're in these days. Tell me, um, if this keeps going yearly, how exactly are we going to 
deal with the public image of Mantra? Reese, Reese, you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Pay off the council, a few politicians, mm-hmm. the police force. They can make everything go away. They can see, bury so many secrets. See, Grandfather, the thing that you're forgetting, or maybe just not aware of, is that uh, the internet exists now. And everyone with a cell phone and an internet connection is able to share information. Which makes it a lot harder to cover up your fuck-ups. He kind of, sn- like, not snarls, but his eyes narrow as he places a hand on your shoulder. And mm-hmm. you can feel the grip tighten, but he's old. He's withered. It barely feels like anything. He goes, listen up. Don't you speak that way to me. Don't forget who's in charge here, Reese. Don't be such a little rat i'm going to reach out as if i'm going to put my hand on his shoulder and then i'm just going to step forward grab his face lift him into the air and slam his head into the ground and crack his skull open as you take a hold of his leathery old skin uh you can feel it like putty you can almost feel like if you put enough pressure on it you could reform remold his face in whatever image you wanted it to. And you're strong, Reese. You're young. You're virile. Not like this. A husk of a man left. He cries out with a, What what are you doing before you slam his body into the ground? And you feel his glass bones break. You feel uh blood start rushing from the cracks forming along his skull. Uh, out through his nose and even his eyes uh, cuts forming on his head which start to bleed out with an old crimson blood Uh, when he smells to the point where his robe uh, falls open displaying the rest of his rithered nude body which looks to be just a sack of skin and bones at this point this is heresy I'll have you burn for this and I just keep slamming his head into the tile ground over and over again until he stops speaking. Do you smile while doing it, Reese? No. It's systematic, though. It feels like clockwork. You grab his head. He protests. You slam it into the ground. Another bone breaks. Another vessel ruptures. His lungs give out just a little bit and take that much of a weaker breath soon he stops protesting but you keep going you keep going indeed because it feels good on a certain level doesn't it Reese it feels good to finally get rid of this disgusting creature who's wasting his potential and his power yes Mantra's all about adopting one's inner divinity. And I guess at that point, that's divinity wasted. As you look at your grandfather, or what used to be a grandfather, which is now really just a sack of ruptured organs and bones, you realize that divinity has been lost. 
My hands covered in gore from his head. Yes. We'll begin to smell soon. I just... Brother Vasquez? Jamie... Who I left by the door. Mm -hmm. Jamie enters the room and steps back with a, a shocked look on his face. Brother... Reese... He doesn't even say brother. Reese, what the... What happened? Shut the door. And he... Yes, at once. Come here. He walks over. Is I that... pull a signet ring off of my grandfather's finger and I just put it on. Earlier, we spoke of a weakness of yours. Did we not? Yes, we did. Clean this up, and it will be forgotten. That is your atonement. And he looks up at you, and he, and he goes, he, he won't fit in one piece down the chute. Brother Vasquez, you are a intelligent and creative young man, are you not? Yes, that's why you recruited me. You will find a way. And he looks. Uh, you see his eyes following to the walls of your grandfather's room where a ceremonial uh, axe and shield from apparently your ancestors' times when they first hailed from the, land, the lowlands of Scotland. And he looks over at it. Yes, sir. And I will put my hand on his shoulder, squeeze it firmly, and later we will discuss your future here at Mantra and how bright it looks. Yes, Brother Reese. I mean, Father Reese. Mm. Still, Brother Reese. Of course. Now, I will go clean up and then uh, have our guests arrived. They're pulling into the campus now. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Please let me know when things are squared away here. And I'm going to walk toward um, my grandfather's bathroom and wash my hands off. You note as you enter the bathroom, the last thing you hear, other than a little bit of a silent whimpering from Jamie, is the sound of rustling metal and something slamming against the floor and the body over and over again. How do you feel, Brother Reese? Hmm. Rejuvenated. Tis the season. And we'll cut the scene there. As we'll actually join another soloist. 
We cut just outside the mantra compound. And we see a lone figure. Tell me, Tanner, what have you changed into? So Tanner changed into a fresh pair of shorts, more black tights, same black boots, um, but now she is wearing a black t-shirt and a blue flannel. Something about the blue flannel just really stood out to her when she picked it out. Yes, it felt almost... almost fitting. It felt nice to... Um, maybe maybe Rebecca liked that. She always looked pretty in that blue color, didn't she? Oh, and she looked absolutely gorgeous when blue became stained with red. Tanner, things are beginning to feel a little bit more clear to you now. Mantra's the answer, is it not? It's the problem. It's the solution. Always has and always will be. And as you look at your skin, which you haven't really noticed to me now, but you've been absentmindedly scratching at it. And your nails become dirty with dead skin underneath them as you feel and look that you've peeled them. You've peeled bits of your hand off, just absentmindedly scratching them. You don't feel pain anymore. And it kind of feels good. But you do feel when one of your nails sloughs off your finger. Adding itself to the soil and to the dirt. You wonder if that'll become the rest of you. If you don't get this problem of yours solved. Hmm. Tanner? After eating Rebecca, you had a realization. Maybe it's the feeling of Rebecca's organs slothing in your stomach and dancing away at your digestive system. Maybe it's when you puke them all out just a few hours later. Or maybe it's the maggots and beetles whispering in your ear again. They've made home in your body and you really can't bear to kick them out. They're like happy little visitors. In your house, their abode, home, and palace. What do you remember about your death? I don't... I don't remember much. I... I woke up before the fountain of Donald Morrison early one evening, completely naked. No, no. Let's go before that. Come on, it's all starting to come back to you, isn't it? You remember. It was... It was a celebration. You know? You just graduated high school. You got into that fancy college of yours you wanted to. And you went out with your friends, right? What was the bar's name again? Patty's, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Something silly. It's an old bar where, like, kids under 21 can get served. No one gives a shit in this town. It's too small. 
and you're paying customers. And you went with some of your friends. Some classmates whose faces are just really scratched out in your mind. But there was someone there. He had a smile on his face. He was there with his other blue-shirted individuals. They were celebrating their own graduation. You didn't think anything of it when he offered to buy you a drink, did you? Of course not. It was just a celebration thing, and we've been in classes since we were kids. Why would it be weird? How about when you drank that drink, and immediately you began to feel a little woozy? You could feel whatever he had spiked in it, working its way through your system. Slowly shutting things down. It's tough, isn't it? It's tough to stay lucid and awake during all that. They warned you about it, Tanner. They always said on Nightline TV, never accept drinks from strangers. But he wasn't a stranger. No, he wasn't. Who was he? Come on, you know the name. The face is still so blurry. His smile, his the way he talked, the way his friends stood around him like he was the leader. It was an almost attractive quality to him if it wasn't so horrifying what was happening to you. It was Reese. Oh, yes. And he talked and you were sure the conversation was great. And then, and then it happened. You were being dragged to an unmarked van. No, they weren't going to do anything horrible to you. They assured you of that. Reese said, it'll be over soon. It won't hurt you like that. It won't end like this. You're going to be chosen for something great. It's when you knew you were going to die, Tanner. But with it, you were going to become something so much more. I don't think this is what I signed up for. You were going to witness eternity. And then you felt the pain, the sudden breath of your air being pushed out of your lungs. And you could see them all over you. The faces looking down at you. Reese. Jamie. Sylvester. Rebecca. Well, guess one of them got their just fucking desserts, didn't they? I told her I didn't like being watched. And then you woke up. Changed into this thing you are now. And I'll tell you now, Tanner. Rebecca was just kind of a little appetizer. You're feeling really fucking hungry now. As you look at the compound of Mantra, what are you thinking? What's in your head 
And most importantly, what the fuck are you gonna do? What's in my head? What's in your head? What are you thinking? I'm thinking I'm hungry again. I'm thinking... One by one. I'm gonna see if I can find some people. I think maybe first, I'd like to find Jamie. He was so rude or earlier. It was really unnecessary. Yes. And you know, this smoke. Oh, it'll taste like the finest barbecue, wouldn't it? Just avoid the lungs. Who will be the second course, Tanner? Who's next on the chopping block? I mean, I think it would have to be Sylvester. Just working my way through the roster. Hmm. Yes, he's not particularly filled with meat. He's a little bit more lean and lanky, but you sure would be a great palate cleanser. And of course, mm, every dinner needs a main course, doesn't it? Of course. Of course it does. And I will certainly save him for last. Because I would like him to suffer. And think about what he's done. I hope oh. this is what he wished for. And he'll understand that... Sometimes... You are what you eat. <laughs> All right, Tanner, what are you going to do? Um, so I think she's going to try to start stalking into the compound. Mm -hmm. Um, actually, I think I'm going to gaze into the, the abyss of and course. use a sphere to corpse. Ooh. Can you explain for the listeners and viewers at home what that does? So when I gaze into the abyss, the abyss will share with you its hunger. Treat that hunger as one of your own until you satiate it and mark experience when you do so. All right. Roll plus dark, 2d6. Okay, that's a seven. The abyss shows you confusing and alarming visions, but you're going to get your answer nonetheless. As you kind of focus and your eyes roll to the back of your head, uh, spinning around in your sockets, you see... Oh. You see bodies. You see Rebecca. You see everyone that you just envisioned. And you can see a fine steak. And what do master chefs do with fine steaks when they prepare? Oh, they carve them up. They make them bleed. They make their, the juices flow. They prepare them in the most delicate of ways. Your hunger is not just that of flesh. It is the act of violence. It is the blade going across their bodies. 
Now, you only have a, a switchblade in your back pocket, but the same switchblade you took from Rebecca. Isn't that right? Of course. I better put it to good use. It's not a fine knife or a, you know, something, a, a, butch, uh, a butcher's accessory by any means, but with enough force and a little bit of determination, it should be perfectly fine. Of course, it can still cleave skin from bone. You should know. You've done it. The compound's on high alert, Tanner. However, it looks like they're all preparing for something. They're all running around. They're all rushing about. And uh, it's pretty easy to sneak through when two more guests are entering the compound. Two more guests that have the eyes of everyone. As you spot Andy and Holly driving in. How do you feel about Holly, Tanner? I I like Holly. Holly's really nice and she she reminds me of how I used to feel of a normal girl before I became this Cretan starved for flesh. You know if she's here that means nothing good's about to happen. Precisely. And I'm here to stop it. As our ghoul lurks and stalks forward, let's switch to Holly and Andy. The car is driving ever so slowly as it comes up to the gate. The doors... Who's driving, first off? Holly. It was Holly's car. Holly's Holly's car. Holly's car. Holly, you see the gates of, of Mantra, and there are gates. This might be oh, a yeah. campus, but this is definitely a, a high-security campus. You it's see, totally a cult. <laughs> you see the wrought iron open up with efficiency, and you see two Mantra members flanking each side, beckoning you to drive through. I'm just going to drive on through and give them my sunniest wave. How are you feeling right now, Holly? Determined. Oh, yeah. And what about you, Andy? How are you feeling? I'm eager to show Holly the campus and everything, but boy, am I beat. I feel real tired. Yeah, you're really tired. And and Holly's kind of making you feel things you never thought you could feel before. Yeah. Stirring something up inside you. Like a, like a, like a, like a dirty paintbrush to a beautiful can of white paint. It's Ugh. staining you. I better wash myself then, I guess. <laughs> of course. Holly, uh, the mantra members would direct you deeper into the campus and show you a parking area where... You see a valet of some sort. I actually, as I'm driving in and looking around, uh, I want to use my heightened senses real quick. Awesome. Go ahead and roll me 2d6 plus your dark stat. Uh, 
Yeehaw. Um, that's going to be 11. Awesome. So I can ask you three questions. Exactly. And you what is take my best... one forward. I, I don't know how to do that. Oh, sorry. So taking one forward just means whenever you roll uh, your next roll, you're going to get one plus one, another bonus of one. Okay. Uh, let me notate that. <laughs> um, so first question. What is my best escape route? So definitely not where you came in from. Uh, you notice that the gates are high, but they're not like barbed wire or anything, and they they ha they're like they're like bars. So you could probably easily climb it. Um, and you see, one of the areas is next to a heavily wooded like forest. You sure if you okay. took off into that direction, you could lose them pretty easily. Okay, I'm gonna notate that one. Sorry to the audience, I have a clacky keyboard. Uh <laughs> music to my ears. Uh, let's see here. What's their secret weakness? Oh, their their secret weakness is like any good firm organization. It's all about hierarchy. They can't do anything without someone giving them orders. They're like little puppets, little dolls, little toys, little children that need like a teacher to tell them how to do things. Okay. You sure they're not going to be good for a little chaos in there? They probably won't know how to handle it. And what poses the biggest threat to me? I mean, that is easily the the one thing on your mind. That's the easiest question. It's Reese. Yep. Reese is the biggest threat. Not not because Just yeah, not <laughs> because he's dangerous. You feel, but because maybe in a sense you could almost feel like that you would have liked him in another life. Mm situations were different maybe maybe in a life where we're both streamers yes <laughs> such a life that would be but <laughs> wishes are for fairy tales and children and not for you holly for mm -mm. okay so i'll continue driving in as <laughs> i take my assessment of the area it's uh it's it's well it's well made it's well taken care of the whole compound is shiny with curved architecture uh, that looks like some modern artists took its took their hand to it. Uh, it looks welcoming and inviting. It looks everything a cult probably should look like in order to get its members. It, it looks more of like a modern day like science center than it does a compound. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm just gonna turn to Andy. And be like, uh, where, where do we, where do we go from here? Do I need to take you like to your place? I don't know where no. I talk to Reese. No, no, it's okay, it's okay. Wow, you really want to see Reese, huh? Um, no, yeah, I can. He's lead gonna you. help me with the real estate. Yeah, yeah, I, I can lead you right there. There's, there's a nice path that we just kind of go down, and it takes us to the main, the main building, everything okay. like that. Uh, yeah, you can get another uh, tour another day. Yeah, it, it's getting kind of late. Yeah, late. But I can start an apartment search bright and early, so... Yeah, yeah, and of course you've got the festival tonight, so... You don't wanna yeah, miss and we have plenty of time to hang out now that we've, like, met and gotten to know each other. Yeah, plenty of time. Plenty of time. Let's go ahead and go. Okay. Where to first, Brother Walsh? Well... 
of course, uh, Andy's going to step out of the car and he's going to kind of catch himself. He's a little bit woozy. He's kind of got like gazelle legs, maybe gazelle legs, but it's fine. Just a long Andy, day. are you all right? Yeah, sorry. I'm just, today was busy, you know, a lot of walking, oh, yeah. a lot of talking, getting everything ready. So, uh, you know, just have to. Well, here, let, let me help you. And I'm going to go over and just like loop his arm over my shoulder and kind of help prop him up. Just show me where you need to go. Oh, I don't know. Ooh, physical contact on the faithful. That yeah. that doesn't do well. Go be 2d6 plus hot, please. Yeah. Me or Wes? Oh, uh, you. Okay. Because Wes is feeling, well, Andy is feeling hot under the collar, maybe. I don't, I don't know if I've ever had someone touch me before. <laughs> uh, In pandemic times, I would not be surprised. Whew. It's been a long time. Uh, seven. All right, seven. So, Andy. You can either choose to give Holly a string on you, mm-hmm. which will let Holly get a little bit of leverage later on whenever she chooses to spend that, or okay. you can choose one of the reactions. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give Holly a string on me. Ooh, excellent choice. This will in no way or form uh, bite your ass in the future. Not at all. No, it's gonna be great. Amazing. And so, yeah, I I don't know what people would think if they saw you carrying me in, but I appreciate you. I'm just. Oh, is this like a celibacy thing? Oh no, no, not at all. No, it's just you know, not much of a tour guide or anything or a guide. You know, having you lead me in. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like maybe you'd look worse if you fell on your ass in front of everybody. That's a good point. We're just gonna go right up there. Uh, we can we can go through a side door instead of the main door. Okay. And I will walk him that way. And I'm gonna take her to a side door that leads to the dorms. Okay. That, is, that cuts through all the uh, like the science center and everything like that. It bypasses all of that and it just goes directly to the dorms and the offices and everything. Um, as you take her to one of the side hallways where the side door is located, you open the door. And are met face to face with Jamie. He looks and nods. Brother Walsh. Miss. Or not Jamie, I'm sorry. Um, Sylvester. Brother Walsh. Miss Mackenzie. Sly. Oh, probably not the best to, to say that in, in uh, Stranger Company, but. I guess Mackenzie has been here before. Well, in the city. Town. Hmm? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I was oh, looking at the I was looking at the architecture. It's beautiful here. Oh, thank you. Uh that was actually my grandfather's doing. Uh, oh. He helped Donald build this. And he kinda points out he Who's Donald? Donald is uh Well, he's the he's the leader of Mantra. He's the one that started this all. He's oh, Reese's okay. grandfather. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Got it. Thank you. Sylvester, don't you have someone's windows to be lurking into or somebody to be bothering somewhere else? I don't know, Brother Walsh. Can you roll me a shutdown, please? I most certainly can. 2d6 plus cold for anyone watching at home. Why am I so hot? (laughs) 
because the the what's it called the um the fate the born again Christians are always hot I guess like I was gonna say the virgins are always hot I don't know I don't that's know fine. what it is I don't so fine. I got an eleven but I have a minus one cold so I got a ten okay that's still a, a maximum roll uh so yeah there, you can just choose one from below um Jamie doesn't or not Jamie Sylvester doesn't have any strings on you so you can yeah uh, I want to give Sylvester a condition cool what are you gonna give uh, Sylvester. Lap dog. Oh. Oh boy. He already had that. We had had a, he had your thing, but now he's a little extra thing. Yeah, you give um the master lap dog. He looks appalled, and he like, but he like chokes up. Like nine times out of ten, Sylvester's usually more of the smooth talker. He's able to kind of usually retort back at you, but he just kind of grits his teeth, and maybe it's like. Maybe it's because Holly's here that he doesn't try anything else, but he goes at once. And then he as he whispers, he whispers something to you, Andy, as you uh pass. Something that Holly can actually hear because Holly ha uh, has her heightened senses because she's a fucking werewolf. And I say so. <laughs> you hear um He just simply says, don't take her to Donald. And I'm just going to glare at Sylvester and go, she's going to Reese. And then, come on, Holly. We don't huh? need to be hanging around here uh, much anyway, so. Okay. As you walk past the um, posters with the mantra symbol and people doing the sign and standing looking happy doing community work uh, that has been put up, kind of like, looks like almost like recruiting posters. Uh, you look back at Sylvester, who's just standing at the door to the side door, like looking at you all before you around the corner and then you hear the door shut in the distance. Andy, what's with the what's with the pose thing? Like it looks kind of like a corpse, but also like the corpse of a bowler who got buried with his ball. <laughs> Gee, that, that's that's a good one. That's the first time I've heard the bowler one. Um, no, uh, it's so it's uh, well, how they explain it, and if you hang around a lot more, I'm sure Reese or somebody else can tell you, but I don't mind telling you. Uh, it's to represent. Um, Taking everything into oneself, making a basin to fill and bring into yourself. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like uh, the... we could have just done this, but you know, then that just makes us look like we're. I don't know. This is a lot yeah, cooler. Like... That's what I think. I think probably maybe Donald was hanging around. He was like, "What looks cooler? Does this look cooler? Or does this look cooler?" Yeah, it, it's just like it's like the the old. Uh, I think it was Confucius. It said, like, a bowl's most useful when it's empty. A bowl's most useful when it's empty. And in saying that, I would like to use my string on Andy. Of course. What are you going to do? I, I want to give him the condition doubting. Ooh. I'll just add that to the list. Oh, boy. Fucking... <laughs> I'm catching these things like pogs. 
Yes. Are you? How are you doubting, Andy? What do you feel? There's a lot of stuff like it's taking me back. I feel like like I'm seeing how Sylvester was acting and everything. Don't take her like Donald. Like why would that even come out of his mouth? And just how Reese has been acting today. And maybe just hanging out and spending time and talking with Holly has started to have things start to surface. Memories that have been pushed back deep, deep and, and dragged away have now been started to uh, rise to the surface a little bit. Well, Confucius, that's... I haven't heard somebody quote Confucius in a long time. I just did a paper on it, so it's like on my mind. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for the MC. Yes. When uh, do I have to be with a person to use a string on them? Nope. You can use it whenever you like. I want to use a string on Tanner. Of course. Amazing. What do you want to do to Tanner? I want to give Tanner the condition defiant. Oof. Dang all Oprah with the conditions over here. And Tanner is definitely feeling really fucking defiant right now. And to round out uh, my Oprah, you get a string, you get a string, you get a string. I want to put one on Reese. Smitten. You like oh, you know, it's maybe it's the the werewolf pheromones, or you know, may, <laughs> maybe it's just maybe it's just how you present yourself as the innocent and like naive wolf pup that you are. But yeah, I can see how Reese would be pretty smitten. And so walking with uh, Andy, just, um, how do you like it here? Like, I won't repeat anything you tell me. Like a secret? Yeah, just like, like, what do you really think of here? Because, like, if I'm, if I'm going to hang out here, I, you know, give me the Yelp review of, of here before I start hanging out. Well, if I'm being honest, it's. I mean, it's nice. The campus is nice. Nice rooms. <laughs> Food's great. It's lonely, though. Lonely? I mean, like, we're all here together, but kind of apart. You don't really have anyone you can connect with. If I'm going to be honest, and he kind of like leans against like the wall beside one of the posters, it was. I always find myself distracting myself doing things for Reese. But I kind of feel like a piece of me's gone. Mm. I don't know when. Yeah, that's like working retail. <laughs> I've been there. Or have I? Hey. And she's going to grab both of his shoulders to kind of steady him. Mm -hmm. Just, hey, tell you what. Yeah. When I find my 
first solo apartment, you and me, we're gonna play Munchkin and we're gonna like make fondue and pizza rolls. Munchkin. And we'll just have a fun night of playing Munchkin. How about that? I haven't played Munchkin in forever. Yeah, I'll refresh the rules for you. Andy, you haven't played Munchkin in forever. But you have played it before. Who did you is, play it with? This is weird. And like Andy's kind of like stand up from the wall and kind of like walking, like kind of like grab his head and go, oh, God. And ibuprofen, I probably have one in my purse. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's just, I feel like there's something there. It's just right there. It's, I just got to pull it oh, out. Oh, like something on the tip of your tongue? And it's like, I can like see somebody and I can see it. And you said munchkin and pizza rolls and your fucking hair and everything. It's so familiar. And I can't, I can't, uh, he's going to like punch the wall because he's frustrated because he can't remember. And it's just right there. He says, fuck. Reese. Fuck. You can feel the connections in your head starting to waver and falter, especially to Andy. Like someone is soaking the rope and preparing to unravel it. I'm going to gaze into the abyss on Andy and see where he is. Go to head and roll gaze for me. And I'm just gonna, after he punches the wall, I'm just gonna be patting his back like, hey, hey, it's okay, it's okay. You had a concussion. That shit can't be easy to come back from. Just don't push it. It'll make yourself feel worse if you push it. So weird. I've just, I've never had something so close like that yet so far and then I've never hey. done anything like that. That's so it's okay. Concussion recovery can take a long time. I have eight. Eleven. Beautiful. And for anyone at home that didn't watch last episode, but I don't get why you wouldn't have, because that would just be silly. He... Would you like me to read the ability? Of course. Uh, One thousand eyes. When I gaze into the abyss about someone, I can see their whereabouts in real time through one of the eyes of my many heads. On a 10 plus, I hear, see and hear them clear as day. On a 7 to 9, everything is hazy. And Andy is one of my many heads, so. Oh, you're in his head. You are full being John malkovich and just looking through like a Does theater. anything about his eyes change for me? With my heightened senses, would I notice any change in him once Reese starts looking through him? You might note that his eyes... His pupils might dilate just slightly. Unless, Reese, you had another effect in mind. No. That, that, that would make sense. But not only are you seeing through Andy's vision, you also see oh. it through Sylvester's. Mm. Who's looking through the peephole in the, the hallway to your office. In one of the many secret compartments of the compound. Sylvester. Brother Lowry. Tiss, tiss. I'm going to 
once I see what's happening with Brother Walsh and Holly, I'm going to leave my office where I have set out some fantastic brochures and paperwork on local real estate, and I'm going to head in their direction. A short walk down the hall. Real quick, as I as we're here, um, mm-hmm. when you were describing the building. What is the general uh, material that this building appears to be made out of? Um, it's, it's modern, so a lot of like, like that, like plaster, drywall, definitely like metal bracings. Okay, like a lot of fiberglass yeah. and glass. Not a lot of wood. Not a lot of wood. Okay. I'm sorry, I, I don't ever lose my temper like that. And that's okay. That's a poor first impression. That's a poor first impression indeed. Uh, it's fine. You have a concussion. I'm sure that's extremely frustrating. I've got my own stuff that makes me snap when I don't want to. It's, it's just, fine. It's not you, but if if anybody knows I did that, then I could be in trouble. Um, and at that moment, get in trouble for being mad. Reese walks into view. It's a pleasure to see you again, Holly. Brother Hi, Walsh. I came by for the real estate brochures. Fantastic. And I look, I look at the hole in the wall. And I look at Brother Walsh, and I look at his hand, and I look at Holly, and I look back at your hand, and I'm like, Brother Walsh, what happened? I was, I was like on the verge of something, and I was trying to remember it, and I think I pushed myself too hard. Like, you said that I shouldn't, and I... Well, I mean, you, you you will only recover your memories from the accident if you do, but you have to be careful. And I, I will walk forward and I will gently take his hand and look at it and make sure it's okay. And I'll put my hand on your shoulder. You should uh, go have this looked at and make sure there's no damage. You know, where, you know where the medical facilities are. Please, please take care of yourself, Brother Walsh. It is very important. Oh, you should go ahead and roll hot for that. You're taking my hand. <laughs> oh, I was planning on it. That would be a... Wait. Oh, wait, my hot score changed. Huh? Um, that's a nine. Okay. They can either choose, Andy, to give Reese a string or choose one of the reactions. Um... Andy is going to get embarrassed and act awkward. And when you grab him and touch his shoulder and everything like that, he's going to like kind of squeeze your hand in return and then realize that you're wearing a ring that you weren't wearing before. And then kind of look at it and then look at him and then go, uh. Right away, right away, Brother Reese. And then he's going to turn and trip over his own feet and then, like, catch himself. Oh, careful. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Carefully, Brother Walsh, carefully. I'm going to... I should probably get something to drink and something to eat. I haven't eaten all day. Oh, Oh, yeah, eat something. Please. I'll have something sent to the infirmary so that you can have your hand looked at and replenish yourself. Thank you. Have a great day, Holly. You too. We'll talk again. Yeah. And he's going to turn and he's going to do shonen anime from the back of his head as he walks away. 
I do that in a normal life. That's not all shonen anime. Or do we do it because of shonen anime? Probably that, let's be honest. A little bit of both. <laughs> so, Reese, sorry. I, I know it's late and I know you guys have the festival. I just wanted to get some of those brochures from you. Absolutely. They're in my office. Give me one moment, please. And I pull out a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And I hit speed dial on it. Yes, please. Could you send uh, some of Brother Walsh's, uh, his dinner to the infirmary? He's having his hand looked at. There was, a, there was a minor accident. Yes, thank you. Also, will you please have someone come to dormitory B and repair some drywall? Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah, Follow me. let's go. And I will lead Holly to my offices. I'm going to, at one point, um, where he turns, get distracted for a second, to not walk with him, turn around real fast and, like, grab onto his arm and be like, whoa, sorry! Hmm. Since he is smitten with me. Are you attempting to put the, the moves on Reese in order to charm him even further? Not yet. Okay. Hmm. And I will get to my office. I will pull out a key, unlock the door, and open it and gesture for you to go inside. Is it a key Ooh, or a key card? locked office. Fancy. Hmm? Is it a key or a key card? Hmm. See, Reese is smart. And Reese knows technology. And he knows that a key card can be hacked. So it is a key. I am going to, uh, I would like to roll again for heightened senses in this new situation going into an office alone with Reese. Of course. Okay. So roll your plus dark. Okay, and I have the one forward. Yep, so you can use that. So that'll cancel out the negative one from your dark. So you can just roll 2d6 and give me whatever the result is. Okay. Twelve. <gasps> Ask three and get another plus one forward. Yay! Um, what is my best escape route? Hmm. Reese, are there any windows in this place? Yeah, there are, but this is on the second story. I mean, for Holly, that doesn't really necessarily matter. So probably no, that's your best same. escape route. Okay. Uh, what is his secret weakness? Reese? Hmm. Question for the empathy. Uh, is this something that she can immediately perceive or something that is actually true? It's instinct, so it's to make sense of a charged situation. So probably something that she can perceive at this point. He's not a big guy. You know you could overpower him. And... Let's see. What poses the biggest threat to me? It could be Reese. However, it could also be whatever ruckus is going outside right now. 
as we're going to take a moment and switch scenes. Mm-hmm. Tanner, as you're stalking the lands and grounds around Mantra, you see a site that is very interesting to you. You see a uh, somewhat disgruntled and tired-looking Jamie dragging along a big bag uh, large like plastic trash bags heading towards the um, looks like there's an on-site incinerator Mantra's all about self-sufficiency needs to have a way to dispose of uh, the trash Tanner is gonna follow him until he gets kind of close because I'm assuming the incinerator is kind of like far away from everything yeah. else. Until he gets uh, close to the incinerator. He's too preoccupied and shaken with whatever actions and is dragging behind this um, somewhat medium-sized bag like just filled with stuff. And the noise. Oh, the noise doesn't sound so pleasant. It's like it's like dragging old piece of meat in a wet paper bag across a concrete floor. It squelches and it tears and it smells something fierce. But it smells familiar to you. And it smells kind of tasty even. Well, the way that stale potato chips are somewhat enjoyable when you have nothing else. Do I smell fear on Jamie? Oh, yes. He is very scared about what has just happened to him. Cool. So I think when he's approaching the incinerator, um, I think Tanner is going to sneak up behind him. (sighs) What the fuck happened? And she is going to... Grab him by the arm and pull at his arm and hopefully rend the arm from the socket. All right. I'm going to have ask you to make two mm-hmm. rolls. Two. One, I want you to roll to keep your cool because you're attempting to sneak around. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let you take a plus one to this because Jamie is hella preoccupied right now. Okay. Let's say seven. Okay. So, on a seven, I'll tell you how your actions will leave you vulnerable, and you could choose to back down or go through with it. You're in an open area. Um, there's no stealthy way to do this. You can surprise Jamie, but you're gonna get loud and you're gonna get messy. Are you okay with that? I don't think she wants to get messy yet is the problem. We're not in the place to get messy because it's going to make it harder to creep around the grounds if I am covered in blood. Well, definitely louder. So what I'm mainly saying is that people will know something's going on. Sure. That's fine. Okay. So you go and go ahead and roll to lash out physically for me. So you're going to put 2d6 plus volatile. That's a 12. 
Oh boy. You so you grab at his arm. And he's surprised and he looks at you and goes and tries to tug it back. And like kind of looks at you and goes his eyes widen. No 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 and he kind of tries to get his grip out again, but you just begin to slowly pull. You know, at a loss for words, are we now? No, 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 no. You, you had Rebecca. No, stop, stop. Let me go, please, please. I'll, I'll tell you anything, please. No, stop. And you take another step back. I don't think she takes a step. Back. Or do you pull I don't think more? She... Oh, pull saying. more? Yeah. I think she stops pulling when he says he'll tell her anything. Just just let me go. Just let me go, please. What? Tell me anything, then. What, what is going on here? What do you... It's... it's, it's what, do you, what do you want to know? We're, we're preparing what? for the ceremony. What ceremony? The, the festival rejuvenate. And I imagine, like, halfway through, you might pull it a little bit more in order mm-hmm. to be like... Ah! Yeah. I want him to speed up. The, the, the I don't have time rejuvenation. For this. It's rejuvenation. It's a ceremony. It's monstrous ceremony. What, what do I have to do with this? You're, what did you do to me? We needed to choose someone to be the herald, and you were it. <laughs> the herald? What are you talking about? You're, you're pure. <laughs> pure? You're... Not anymore. It's the but. Let's just say we had to choose someone that had a, a, a that was scarred, had a had a rough childhood, had, had been through a lot. Okay, and, and you were the perfect one. Okay, uh, but but look, you're up and you're you're okay now. Uh, do I seem okay to you? And she's gonna pull him harder. Uh, and I think this time, just grab him at the throat. You can like, hear pull him into her and grab him by the throat. Yeah, and as you pull, you can hear like bones starting to crack, the cartilage starting to separate. As you slowly, like one of those like um, torture devices that they would like tie people to and just slowly crank. I forget what the mm-hmm. official name of that is. <laughs> the, rack. Know, the rack. The yeah, rack. Yeah, like a rack. You're just and he, you grab him by his throat and your your fingers. Uh, one of them just not even skin on anymore. That's been sloshing off. And you see, you feel something crawl out of your hand. A long ickling many-legged centipede crawls across Jamie's face and nips at his eye <laughs> and he is crying and you can you can even smell my god he just shit himself you sad sad little boy did you even know what you were getting yourself into? We're, we're, we, so we can live forever, and you live forever too if you go through with it. Well, maybe you picked the wrong person. Oh no, she's gonna rip his throat out because she has heard enough. Give me one more lash out physically, please. I would love to. That's an 11. Awesome. Do you do it with your hand or with your mouth? I think she rips his throat out with the hand that is clenching his throat. Yeah. 
you feel your muscles uh, expand and contract and your bones almost break from the amount of force you put on them as your eye as your grip that has literally bent iron before just easily pinches through his windpipe and just grabs a hold of all the fleshy bits and just you can feel his esophagus around your tiny but vice grip like fingers and you pull you rip his throat out with the most painful and slow of execution as you can see like the bits of flesh stringing about like a like a horrific violin and you almost feel the sense to pluck them and play them but now is not the time for a concerto Alas, Jamie has sung his last dirge. I think before she leaves Jamie, she definitely eats some of Jamie. Like, she definitely does not leave him untouched. I think she definitely eats what she has in her hand. Um, She definitely, like, pulls him closer to her and definitely, like, eats the parts of flesh that she has left exposed around his throat. Um, Probably kind of, like, leaving, like, only the bones and, like, a couple of tougher bits in around his neck. And as you drop the bits of flesh, your mouth uh, attaches to it like a leech, and you can feel the bugs leaving your body as they begin to help and join in on the feast. As you snarl and you feel the warm and raw, it's like it's like eating a really juicy hamburger. You know how it breaks apart and it fills every crevice of your mouth? Uh, to the point where your cheeks almost up comically and you just swallow it down because it's, it's so delicious you take another bite and a second bite and a third bite and you dine on this buffet that is uh mr jamie vasquez vasquez sorry and when the exp- when you hit bone you feel your tongue slide against the raw blood covered in guts of the bone sampling what you assumed if you put it within a pot and boiled it could be the finest of soups maybe Mads Mickelson was right there are a thousand different recipes you can make with the body and you drop him unceremoniously to the ground he deserved nothing more but I I do want to check what is in his sad little bag here. It's what used to be a person, you assume. A body, old, wrinkly. You imagine it probably tastes like some sort of beef jerky being out and aging for so long. But there are body parts that's flung across haphazardly in the sack. Um, chopped very rawly and roughly apart with no skill no precision at all like a child that just found a hacksaw and going to hell out against the log what a waste yes you look over and you kind of compare jamie and what's in his bag and you know these are what happens when uh the tools of the traitor in the hands of a skilled culinarian Most definitely. Well, mm-hmm. K 
can I? I can't discern anything from what is in the bag, right? I just can tell it's an old. Yeah, an old person that's has died. An old person that's in pieces. Yeah, and you can see remnants of a bloody robe, um, but for the most part, they're naked. You, you can even see Jamie still looking back at you in his death stare. Oh, I continue to close it. I close his eyes. I'm, I'm big on closing people's eyes after that's I kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Feels polite. You and know. The eyes that once looked down upon you, well, one of them, have now been closed open, or closed by you. Step one of your revenge is complete. Now it's time for step two. And I think... That is the perfect time to call our first break of the night. We're going to take a five-minute recession, and then we will be right back with Mantra, a two-part Mozart story. I hope you enjoy, and please, get a snack. Five minutes. Hello, everyone, and we are back with Mantra, a two-part Mozart story. Now, if you're just tuning in, why did you wait so long? Why aren't you here? Don't you want to be enlightened? Don't you want to glimpse the face of God? Please, join Mantra. Mantra today. And if you haven't, and if you have been keeping up with us, then congratulations. You've now ascended to what we at Mantra like to call Ultra. And it's time to go Ultra in the final part of Mantra. Before we continue, I would like to reiterate our content warning. If we can get the bots reiterated as well, that would also be excellent. There are themes, a lot of dark themes in Maltra, including, but not limited to, cults, cannibalism, gaslighting, religious horror, folk horror, physical abuse, and slight veiling and referring to sexual abuse, sexual content, drugs, graphic descriptions of gore, blood, violence, torture, bugs. Lots of bugs, vomit, bodily fluids, and maybe a slight hint of defecation, but not described. I'm not into that. Sorry, guys. And patricide. And patricide. And maybe even regicide? I don't know if that would apply here. I don't know. Are cult leaders kings? Maybe. Pooh. Kingslayer. Don't forget the poop. Kingslayer. Hashtag. Um, but yeah, if any of that is not your cup of tea, but you still want to watch... May I suggest using the open finger option? Or maybe watch the stream. Movies as kids. Exactly. Or maybe watch the stream through the crack of your door with the volume turned all the way down. Who knows? Hopefully we terrified you today and made you feel thankful that you have such potential that is not lost. Please accept your inner divinity. Are we ready to continue, friends? Let us continue. This time, we're going to focus on Holly and Reese. Continuing the conversation, 
that we just briefly left off of. Reese looks distracted for a moment. Everything okay? I'm I'm sorry, what? Are you okay? You yeah, seem like something's wrong. I thought I heard something from outside, but Probably. Do you need to check on it? No, it's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. Um, here, and I, I motion towards the desk, which has uh, actually has a bunch of um, pamphlets and like a manila folder sitting on it. I, I, I pulled out some stuff that you might be interested in. I figured I could get it ready while uh, you were on your way here. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, just um, go ahead and grab all that. And um, do you have any questions? Anything else I can help you with? Uh, let me let me grab these real quick. And she's going to go to grab the uh, brochures, uh, but at no point is she showing her back to mm -hmm. Reese. She's always facing him. So this place is really cool. Um, questions not about the real estate. Like, what do you guys do here, like, on a day-to-day? -day? Oh, um, I mean, it's basically everyday life. People go about their business. Some some people have jobs in town. Other people have jobs here that they take care of. Um, some people go to school. They do, um, you know, either advanced learning or like pre-college prep or you know, um, uh, continued education. Um, and yeah. So. With all due respect, of course, I'm just trying to understand because Andy speaks so highly of it here, uh, and he said I should hang out more. So I'm just trying to get a better idea. Mm -hmm. Um. So if if it's like regular life, then why be here? Well, we also offer, I guess, the the term we use for it is enrichment programs, but um, if, if, it's more like um, spiritual and psychological guidance and counseling. Um, we, you know, uh, we have medi daily meditations that are optional, but we encourage um, their seminars on bettering oneself. So think of it kind of like a self-help. It's not, it's like a retreat almost, but you know, for as long as you want. I went on the one of those once. We like sweated in a tent in the desert for like four days. It was miserable. I mean, we have we have central air. Well, like we were sweating on purpose. Who? I mean, I, that's. There are certainly times where sweating on purpose is fun, um, but no, it's it's not. We don't enforce any sort of spiritual beliefs or practices okay i mean here here and i I'll, he walks by you kind of circles around behind you and she's turning the whole time mm -hmm. and he, mm -hmm. he opens a drawer on his desk but he also reaches over and touches your arm mm -hmm. and he reaches in and he pulls a uh kind of like a pamphlet out like a, one of the bigger brochures and he turns and he hands it to you and it's just a, about like life at mantra oh okay cool cool thanks mm -hmm. um is there like a is is this all the reading material i need yeah basically yeah you can find okay. out more uh, like i can i'm happy to answer any questions uh if you want to 
Oh, you are? Yeah, if you want to hang around. I have like one really big question, Mm -hmm. if that's all right. Mm -hmm. Happy to answer any questions you have. And I am going to use my last string on Reese. Tell me everything you've done. Now, Reese, what Holly is suggesting is offering you experience to tempt them to do what you want to do. You don't have to do it if you don't want to, but you do feel very tempted to do so. I'm going, he's going to slowly trail his fingers down your arm, and I'm going to attempt to turn Holly on. Instead of answering her. Oh, no. I'm getting her. I'm getting her. Uh, and he says, why don't you have a seat? Roll me 2d6 for the slot, please. 11. Holly. That's my... They're going to... Reese will gain a string on you, because you rolled over an 11, uh, over a 10. And you have to mm-hmm. choose a reaction for below. Either you get embarrassed and act awkward, you promise something they think you want... Or they or they promise something that uh, you think they want, or you give yourself to him. Uh, act awkward. Awesome. That's what she does best. There you go. This oh ah so ah I'm really sorry if I gave you the wrong impression. No, no, no uh, not at all. I my mom that. says I do I do that sometimes. Not at all. You you had questions. I can answer them. And I gesture towards the chair on the other side of the desk, away from him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I go to sit down and go, so about that thing I asked you. Mm-hmm. Everything I've done. Uh-huh. Such as... Be raised by mantra and carry out the wishes of my grandfather. That's what was done to you. What have you done? Hmm. I have been a patient, patient follower. That's an emotion. What have you physically done? Today, murdered my grandfather. Why? Because he abuses and wastes his powers here. He abuses people, and he doesn't deserve what he has. Didn't, I should say. And what have you done to Andy? I have helped Andy. That's your opinion. What have you done to Andy? I have I have helped Andy find himself. That's your opinion. Mm-hmm. What have you physically done? And I'm not going to ask again. I have not physically done anything to Andy. Mantra took advantage of Andy's weakened willpower at the loss of his brother. After- How? He was in a state of grief, and my grandfather manipulated that. 
And with your grandfather dead, where does that leave you? Like I said, I have tried to help Andy find himself. That's not an answer. Where does it leave you if your grandfather is dead? Mm. Oh, so separate from Andy. Yes. I control Mantra now. Or I will. And how do I stop you? Who says you want to? And oh, I'm I know I do. My string on you. And give you the condition head of the Hydra. And seeing as he was standing in my way, but before you said that, um, because I'm still learning these powers, mm -hmm. uh, because you were standing in my way, uh, that is going to make my darkest self come out. Yes. Because you were defying Holly. Mm. Uh, so that is my... Read your darkest that's, self. Is that, right my a, is that my apex predator? You thing? can activate that as 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 secondary to your darkest self. It, it's a separate thing you can do. But for the people at home, because this is the first darkest self in the entire game, please read your darkest self. Okay, uh, so you transform into a terrifying wolf creature. You crave power and dominance, and those are earned through bloodshed. If anyone attempts to stand in your way, they must be brought down and made to bleed. You escape your darkest self when you wound someone you really care about or the sun rises, whichever happens first. And it's going to be a long fucking night, isn't it, Holly? Oh, yeah. And read out Apex Predator for me, your move that you took from the beast skin. Uh, you can shed your human skin to become a furry monstrosity in this form. The most harm you will ever take at any time is one. You cannot turn someone on and can roll with volatile to shut someone down. As... Tell me, Holly, describe, how does transforming work for you? So the the second that he is being argumentative, uh, the scratching on her skin starts getting deeper as she starts clawing off her flesh, ripping as fur is underneath, and she just proceeds to continue clawing off all of her flesh for the wolf form to come out of her body. It is like a surprise. It is like a grim, macabre surprise. It's like one of those pillows when you, with the, the glitter, when you put your hand across, it reveals the other side. It is beautiful. It, Reese, it almost looks like hmm. unwrapping one of the goriest but most satisfying to watch presents of all time. That's, Holly is not simply Holly anymore. You see muscles and you see fur break forth from her skin, from her holly suit, as it were. Because a holly the human, is it's just the mask. But holly the beast, holly the creature, holly the werewolf, that is the true holly. Standing around oh, near seven feet tall, furry on two hind legs. Unless you want to be a quadruped, but I imagine this is like... Oh no, yeah. biped strong muscles the inverted legs standing on them with this mighty mighty mane and just yellow amber eyes staring back at you and holly what do you want to do to reese i want to grab reese by the throat and put him through his desk roll to lash out physically please what do i roll for that <laughs> 2d6 plus your volatile Oh, yeah, it's because it's the wolf form. Yep, okay. and you have a plus one from your heightened sense, do you not? 
Yes. So you're gonna add another plus one to that. Oh no! And I have one forward from. Yep, which is why I was saying that. Yep, that's the plus one that you got from that. So we roll plus three total. Twelve. Boom. That was a nine plus two plus one. Awesome. Uh, Reese, (laughs) you are lifted. It's tight, and you've heard of monsters like this. Oh, I'm just smiling. Yeah, but do you smile when she puts you through the desk, breaking apart the wood as you take... I'm going to say you take two harm here out of the four. It hurts. It feels like... Mm-hmm. You feel the wind knocked out of you. You may have broken a rib, even maybe collapsed one of your lungs. It mm. feels horrible as the the bruising. It's <laughs> you laugh and you laugh. <laughs> what do you do, Reese? I lay there. Laugh. I am going to. After I have done that, I am going to take my other hand and plunge it into his chest. Reese, do you let it happen, knowing what the consequences might be? Yeah. Holly. And so I plunge my hand in, ripping out his heart, ribs, sternum, whatever muscle surrounds it. And consume his heart. Roll me out one last lash out physically. As your claws go forward and you dig into Reese, who doesn't even make a sound but laughter. It is disturbing the amount of fucks Reese does not give. As you tear and you whip away skin, muscles, and flesh, and blood. It is like tearing through putty. You could finger paint the entire office with the amount of power you have now. Reese erupts forth like a like a ham on Thanksgiving, like a volcano even, and you see his heart and it beats, but not for long. You reach and you pull it out. Like a... So easily. It sits in your hand, Holly. It looks so beautiful. Life looks beautiful, especially in the moment right before death. And you take a bite, sinking your teeth into it, separating the vesicles, or not the vesicles, vessels, and uh, the blood as you tear into the first chamber of the heart, ripping, just slothing off everywhere. You've eaten cow heart, and you've eaten other animal hearts, because, you know, you have to consume every part of the animal, as it was taught to you by Dexter and your parents from back home. And it's tasty. Not because it's delicious, or because it's nutritious, or because you really wanted to do it. Maybe because of the man who it belonged to. And as you look at the body of Reese, who looks like a autopsied victim with his skin and ribs, kind of like sternum breaking forth, um, like an unholy 
altar pedestal, looking like a literal chest burster blew out of his chest. And I'm going to go lock the door. You lock the door. And since Holly is going to assume no one knows the grandfather is dead and no one knows Reese is dead. And I'm going to look outside the window and what do I see? When you look outside the window you see a figure. It's getting dark now and even though the, the lights are on you see a figure skulking forth um, breaking into the compound and you see the remains of a body being left there you look at it it doesn't look like a pretty sight so when we came towards Reese's office did we pass like a opening foyer uh yes in the, the dorm area Okay, and in this form, am I capable of speaking? Yeah. Okay. I am going to pick up Reese's corpse. And I'm going to exit the room and go to the foyer. Or go to the landing above the foyer. Mm -hmm. And throw Reese's body into the middle of the foyer. And for anyone that comes out, she lets out this deep roar that says, Your leader was weak! You you throw out and you, you scream and you wait for the screams, you wait for the terror, and you wait for everything, all the chaos to erupt. But what answers it is something more terrifying that you could ever imagine. It's silence. The dead of night. No one is in the foyer. In fact, you pass no one on the way here. And you can smell no one around. What you can hear is in the distant is chanting. Rhythmic. Holly, oh, sorry. Oh, you're fine. Rhythmic, almost alien like chanting. Holly is going to quarter Reese's body in the foyer. Mm hmm. And run for the fence into the woods. All right. And uh, we're going to cut really quick. To Andy. Andy, you're in the infirmary. A lot of things are happening to you. And you're trying to recover. And they pass up your hand. And they tell you. The one of the, the nurses says, We'll be outside actually. We're going to start the festival ceremony. Brother Walsh, you should join us when you're ready. She says before departing. Okay, yeah. Do you have something I can drink or eat or something like that? I've been Of course. Feels... And yeah. they bring you they they've set out like a water bottle. Mantra <laughs> brand. Their own personal bottled water. And uh some sort of um like deli meat sandwich that they prepackaged for you, and a little bag of sun chips. Oh, great! I love sun chips. That's a West. West loves sun chips as well, but so does Andy. 
Um, uh, Andy is going to open the sun chips and kind of like pick at them. Um, and is going to absently bite the sandwich. What, what's on your mind, Andy? Tell me. Just between you and me. Don't don't think of the others. They're not here right now. They're off having their own chaos and revelry and fun. You're you're the only one that really gets it. Even, even Reese doesn't get it sometimes. You do. What's in your head, Andy? What's going on? Uh, yeah, you know. Oh dear God. Now that I think about it, today's been really weird. And yeah, it has. Like, Reese typically doesn't like to have hands-on approach with people. He typically lets me or, well, mostly he lets Sylvester or Jamie take care of things. But, like, he's been taking, like, a really, like, personal interest into Holly. And that kind of bypasses everything that we've been told. I mean, and to think Donald kind of does that, too. Not that I've ever seen Donald, but, like, I hear it's like, oh, Donald wants to see you. And, like, Donald's never seen me before. And, like... I go to all the meetings, I've done all my therapy, I know all the tenants, I do everything, I dress the right way. I mean, heck, I even keep my hair up even though I want to let down sometimes. Yeah. That, Why hasn't Donald seen you? Why are yeah. you not good enough? They're obviously all weaker than you. Jamie didn't yeah. look too well for the wear after he met Donald. He was too weak. Yeah. And Sylvester's not even that good. He doesn't even remember stuff that goes on. Yeah. And he Tell just keeps me. on eating the sandwich. Andy. How does Holly make you feel? About yourself, specifically. Well, Holly makes me feel like myself. And, you know, she kind of follows the tenants, too, without even doing it. She asked questions. She even had that Confucius line that kind of really fit in more with what we've been preached, that like, no matter how much we try to fill ourselves, we're always still going to be room for more. We should always try to consume more and to fill more. But it kind of on the button about how it's, how it's empty. Almost like she was here on purpose. And the more I think about it, she's familiar. Andy, you feel like you're looking at a mirror at yourself. A mirror that's showing you the version that other people want you to see. But maybe not the true version of you. You have two options. You could fall back into it and accept your identity for what it is now. Or you could shatter the mirror and all the repercussions that come with it. He's going to take one last bite of the sandwich. He's going to go. Tanner was here. And Tanner looked rough afterwards. More so than before. None of us have ever looked rough after what's happened. And Tanner was supposed to be a part of us, but Jamie was an asshole to Tanner and Holly was, the Holly, you know what? No, you know what? No. Fuck it. That's right. I said it. Fuck it. This isn't going to be a 
an easy task. I want you to roll to keep your cool, but not only are you rolling at a... Before you roll, remember, not only are you rolling at a negative one because you're cold, I'm also going to give you another negative because you're ahead of the Hydra condition. Okay. And if you go to take this roll, mm -hmm. it'll be, it could be your salvation, it could be your judgment, it could be your damnation. But are you going to make this roll, Brother Walsh? No, true follower of Mantra would not be a follower of Mantra if they didn't take a risk. Let's peel back the layers of your mind and see what lies dormant in your cortex then, Brother Walsh. You're negative two. What do you roll? So I rolled a nine, but with a minus two, that is a seven. You have a choice. You can break through it, Wes. Break through it, Andy. You can make your own mantra. But your mind's going to take a toll if you do it. Things have been too fucking lax around here. Yeah. Time to tidy up here. You look at your brain, you look at your mind, and like Martin Luther... You hammer in your new ideals, your new tenets upon the doors, the mental doors of Mantra. You remember. You remember everything. You remember that you were a bad kid. You remember that you fell into it after your brother Myers died, disappeared. But you might, you start thinking, maybe that was because of Mantra in the first place. You don't know. Maybe it was because of his own fucked up decisions. But whatever led you down a dark path, your parents, your parents, they told you, they said, we're going to send you to courses. We're going to make you a better person. It was that or military school, so you did it. You read the pamphlets, you listened to the mantra, you accepted them into your heart, but you didn't really believe in it. You thought it was bullshit. Not only did you thought it was bullshit, but you texted a friend about it. You start to think maybe. But not everyone was that bad in it, though. Reese, he might have lied to you. But he also protected you, didn't it? He protected you from Donald. Donald, now that you realize, he must have been a sick fuck. You ignored it up until then, but you remember now. He's just the biggest sinner as the rest of them. And you think about who you texted again, you go... That's right. You and Holly were friends, weren't you? Do you remember, Andy? Do you remember? You and Holly were great friends. And then she left that one summer and you promised you'd see her again. You guys would hang out and you would indulge in everything. you play Munchkin again. And you would read comic books and drink sodas until the world spiraled out of control. Because that was the way you could say, fuck you. Ah, uh, it was beautiful. But Mantra has its place in your heart. It's a good system. It's a good system if you could... If you could just perfect it. And maybe Holly could help you. Andy, I would like you to enter into your darkest self. And please, for the people at home, read what that is. And proclaim it like the preacher I know you are. 
The judgment of the heaven and the divine is upon them. I see sin and corruption all around me, and it's my mission to stamp it out. Burn the wicked and cast down the prideful. No longer will they mock me for my beliefs. I'll create hell on earth to save their souls, but I only escape my darkest self when they repent and someone forgives me of my wrongdoings. And there's a ceremony outside. What will you do now, Andy? Andy's going to take his glasses. He's going to fold them. He's going to put them in his pocket. And remembering something that Reese told him, and we're not religious, but we do take lessons from all over. And the last time someone truly great who wanted to change things saw something wrong happening in a place that was perfect, that should have been a place of worship, a temple, they turned over tables and they whipped out the wicked. So he's gonna grab some cables and he's gonna bundle them. He's gonna rip them out with power strips and what have you. He's gonna roll his sleeves up. And he's gonna make a fucking change around here. And he's gonna cast out the wicked and he walks out. Let's begin. And I, before we go, can I, uh, since I did have myself a nice little snack, a juice box and everything you like can, that. Yeah, you can clear drained. Perfect, thank you. <laughs> and a question I should have asked because Holly is at the fence by the tree line. Yeah. Um, is there anything she's seeing on the grounds? I realize the chanting you said outside. Yes, so I actually will get to that in a second. That's okay. why I, I just want to make sure yep. Holly like that I Oh yeah, yeah. no, for Holly's sure watching. you see it. Let's what the fuck's okay. about to happen. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um we're gonna go to Tanner. Tanner, you're in the grounds. You hear the chanting. And out steps a familiar someone. holding a gun. You see Sylvester. Come on, Tanner. It's time for the ceremony. You've had your fun. Have I? Have I had my fun? Have I had my fun? I don't know if I've had my fun. I think you've had fun. I think you and your freaky little friends have had plenty of fun. I'm sick of it. I'm tired. Oh, come on. It's almost time for dinner. And you're the guest of honor. And he aims a gun at you. Now either I can put you down and wait for you to come back later, or you can follow me right now. I got stabbed earlier, and I was fine. I don't think bullets are going to be able to put me down you either. You can't feel pain, you stupid, stupid little girl. But if I put enough bullets in you, your bones will still break and your flesh will still tear apart. I'll wheel you into that ceremony in a wheelchair if I have to, but I don't want to. Storyteller, how far away from me is he? Uh, he's a good, like, 10-15 feet. Okay. 
What if I go willingly? He'll keep you at a distance and he'll, uh... What if I pro- But I want you to promise me something. I'll go willingly if you give me something. What do you want? I want your hand. Done. Yeah? I can have your hand? Right now, though. I want that first. Pretty, please? Like, I'll go willingly. You just have to give me your hand. I'm still really hungry. This is kind of unfair. You're basically starving me right now. You're being pretty cruel. Brother Reese, give me the power. Do something else. <sighs> I don't know if he can hear you right now. And the wisdom to know the difference. And he... Um... I can't do it here, obviously. Go to the ceremony, and you can eat it right off the bone. I want it now. That's not in the goddamn agreement. I didn't sign an agreement. Well, fuck, you're in I it now. I didn't agree to anything. Shut the fuck up, Tanner. Shut your you fucking shut mouth. Up. I asked for one fucking thing. Are you fucking kidding me? Get the fuck outside. I'm not fucking answering. Asking we are outside. And he takes a shot at you. Take a harm as you feel a bullet go right through your shoulder. Okay. It's You don't feel the pain, but you feel the absence of flesh. You feel the whizzing of it go by as it goes straight through, um, tearing through, smashing against parts. And you feel your one shoulder, like your one arm, not to really move anymore. Like the it's been the one that got shot. Yeah, I can't move my arm. Like you can't move it. It 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 like physically, like it's it. You can't move it as well. You might not feel pain, but he was right about something. Your body still has some sort of limits to it. But when you eat something, that'll probably heal back up. That wasn't very nice. Now, by putting another one through your kneecaps and dragging you, or are you going to go outside? Just give me your fucking hand. I'm oh not even asking for much. Come on. You just shot me. How am I going to fix my arm now? Like, look it. And she definitely, like, waves her arm around, and it's, like, limp. Like, come on. That's super unfair. I know you want me to go walk in front of a bunch of people with one arm. That's so cruel of you. You're worse than Jamie. I'm not worse than Jamie. Yeah, you are. You're you, super You mean. ate Jamie. Yeah, whatever. And you ate Rebecca, too. Okay. All right. She's yeah. a fucking bitch. All right. I, I agree with you there. I mean, you're all kind of fucking bitches if you ask me. Oh, no, whatever. You fucking took the drink for me, didn't you? We were classmates. Wait. It was you? It was you. Of course. I danced with you at the Winter Formal. Well, of course, who else could it be? Who you think put your name in the lottery for it? Tanner, Tanner, Tanner. You? Oh. In the lottery for what? For this? I chose you to become part of something greater. You're about... You did this. You did this to me? I mean, it wasn't just me, obviously. 
We had you did this Jamie, to me. Rebecca, Reese, hell, all of Mantra. They were all down with the idea. Plus, you're the only one with enough fucked up baggage to classify for it. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I don't think I'm fucking kidding I cannot kidding you. believe you. You were always the fucking smarmiest asshole I have ever met. Well, Toots, look where they got us. I'm with the gun, and you're rotting half to death. If you don't go out there, you're going to keep rotting. Even if you fucking eat me here. Uh, so I would what... rather fucking rot, and she's going to run at him. Can I run? Yeah. Okay. So, he's going to take another shot. You can go ahead and yeah, match up physically if you want. Yeah. I'm fucking done with him. Let's see. <laughs> That's an 11. All right. As you, like, collide with him, he puts another bullet through you. Uh, take another harm. Okay. As you feel this one enter in, uh one of your lungs but you don't breathe anymore it doesn't matter it might slow you down for just a little bit and you're kind of struggling and you pin into the ground you both fall and kind of like roll around but you're heavy you're on top of him and he's like he's trying to get the gun to your face he's, he's trying to go for the kill shot essentially on you because he knows he's got to end this quickly um she wants bitch. She wants to grab the hand with the gun and just bend his wrist, like, full, straight up, just uh, wrist backwards, snap that, and then pop the hand. She wants to full remove that hand. She wants that fuck. hand. Pass her hand. Fuck. <laughs> and you and twist and you turn, and it's, you know when you, like, twist something tighter and tighter and tighter until it finally gets to that thinnest piece and you just rip it off? It's like ripping off a skin tag. You ever do that? You just tug at the flesh and tear until it peels a little bit and then like a balloon oh boy there goes his hand all i asked for was your hand i'm so sad i had to take it and she's gonna lean in close to him and take a big bite out of his hand so he can hear the crunching of bones in his ear his own fucking bones oh the palm it's 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 a rough did you take his right or uh, probably his right hand it's his right probably, hand yeah. it's all like lean like kind of muscular meat it's not very chewy or gourmet Probably gets a lot of use. But you eat through it. It it doesn't taste as good as, you know, Jamie's smoked uh throat, but it does well. Mm -hmm. Crunch, crunch, crunch. You eat it like oh it's like raw, it's like Kobayashi in here. I'll go down there, but you're not gonna get to see it. No, you're fucking done, buddy. And she's gonna reach back and rip out his intestines. You go through, um, and you reach your hand for the kill shot into Tanner's stomach. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. Which way are you going? You just said the wrong name. Yeah, that's all. Wait. You said I reached into my own stomach. Oh, no, no, Tanner, Tanner. You reach into... Um, Sylvester's stomach. Sylvester's stomach, yep. And then... Whoop. Rip those out, and then right into the fucking mouth. It, it's it's like, like ripping pasta. open... Remember I said ripping open like a, 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 a present on Christmas? It's kind of like that, but it's like that putty. It's like wet pudding just... And it's just this slimy it's the intestines slip out of your hand at one point yeah it's like sausage 
and oh my god it's it's like butchering a carcass it's delicious it's it's something it's everything Sylvester, if I had realized you were going to taste this good, I would have eaten you sooner. <laughs> Fucking... And then he breathes his last breath as he gasps for air. The fleshy mounds. Hmm? Now Tanner is pretty bloody. Yep. Uh, yeah, she, uh, she did not give a fuck with this one. She is bloody. Yeah, you, as you tear into the intestines, you can even, hmm, disgustingly enough, you could see that uh, Tanner had ham for his last meal. Looks like some sort of deli sandwich. The remains of it, you could taste it. It's disgusting. You don't like human food anymore. Maybe the ham's good. Everything else is shit. Literally. In a certain sense. But. It's just... Oh, that's the last one. The last execution. The butterfly pinned down the wall. Like a... And as you look at um, Sylvester, his arms across, missing a hand. His legs kind of together and... It's almost religious. It almost looks like the, the pose of the crucifix. Well... They said Jesus uh, was in agony for three hours. I guess Sylvester was only in agony for three minutes. Probably uh, yeah, she, she's going to close his eyes and then whisper at him, fuck around and find out. And that's it. And I imagine with still like fleshy bits uh, hang from your mouth, you see the ceremony. Do you walk out towards it? They're calling towards you and you know there's well, still one more piece. Oh, yeah. And I'm assuming that's where Reese is. It has to be. He's the one that leads us all, doesn't he? This is his shenanigan. Looks so, yep, like she's gonna walk on over. Looks like it means back to the Holly. You find yourself yep. escaping out to the woods and seeing this, uh... Oh, she's she's hanging on the fence. Yeah. Like, she's just on the other side, like, watching to see what's gonna happen. And all our stories begin to converge at once. All our point of views, everything leading up to it. As Holly, you see Andy start to walk out. Now, Andy, what do you have in your hands again to reiterate for the viewers? A bundle of cords that looks like a cat of nine tails. It's, it's like power strip cords and cords from the infirmary and stuff that have been wrapped around. It looks like a cat of nine tails. And his shirt is unbuttoned. His sleeves are rolled up. His hair is down. I'm wearing my glasses because I can't see dog shit. But he does, his glasses are in his pocket. And he's got a wild look in his eye. And he's just muttering to himself. As he's walking directly towards the ceremony. What does the ceremony look like for Holly? You see what you assume to be the most senior members of Mantra. Um, everyone but the kids, honestly. All around. Clothed in white, almost like handmade robes. Mm -hmm. With flower crowns and markings. And you see this, they all begin to disrobe. 
and they have marked their entire bodies in weird runic languages and strange symbols and circles and lines as if mapping out da Vinci's renaissance man himself mm -hmm. like a spiritual map of the body almost on each of them and they all join hands and sway their heads and begin chanting and some people begin to lose themselves and you see in the middle of the circle is like a pedestal so a dais with a symbol on it as if they're waiting for something waiting for someone and holly through her growls is just i knew it was a fucking cult and so when uh andy walks out her eyes are completely fixed on Andy because he does not look like himself and the entire point was to help Andy be himself again and it looks like he's not doing that some might say I'm the most I've looked in myself in a long time <laughs> tomatoes tomatoes <laughs> bad boy and bloodthirsty are two different appearances <laughs> yeah and Walsh as you pass out pass through you see Brother Sylvester ripped apart to shreds. But he's not dead. Not just yet. As he mutters to you. And points to himself and points to Sylvester. What's the second tenet of mantra, Sylvester? He's going to put one of his loafers on Sylvester's neck and just kind of not even looking at him and just kind of put the foot down. What's the second tenet of mantra, Sylvester? He doesn't even cough. I don't even think. It's just... He can't speak. He can't speak at all. But the, the chanting... The chanting is getting louder. Oh, it's getting louder. Andy's gonna wipe his shoe on Sylvester's shirt and just say, fucking useless. And start walking towards the ceremony. With my heightened senses for this, as I was already watching Andy, mm -hmm. did I hear that go down? Yes. What do I roll for composure? Keep your cool. Please roll your cold. Okay, it's my cold. Yep. Yeehaw! Four! <laughs> How are you feeling in this situation, Holly? Furious. At who? In particular? Andy. And I am going to come up over the fence and take a run at Andy to backhand him across the yard. Roll to lash out physically. Yup. As Tanner starts to come into view. Okay. That is 12. 
and as I hit Andy, I will fall out of transformation as he is someone I care about. It's almost like instantaneous as your skin reverts. It's a painful process. The hair is burying itself back into your body, revealing the fleshy undertones, the teeth forcibly going up until their normal human length again. The eyes lowering. It is like taking literally the clay mold and resetting it. Your bones break into back into place, the cartilage spilling out all over your body and maybe even onto the floor. You're bleeding. You're bleeding heavily. You take a harm as you do this. But when you're at the end of the day, you're back to what you are. And Andy goes flying into kind of towards the crowd. Andy, you take two harm from this as you feel yourself uh, get very hurt. And the crowd grabs a hold of you to catch you and shuffles you inward. Oh, yeah. It was absolutely a misbehaving bitch smack. Yeah. <laughs> you feel them, Andy, and in your moment of weakness, they pin you to the, they place you upon the altar and begin ripping away at your clothes drawing the symbols on your chest get your fucking hands off me mantra 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 and i'm going to shove whoever's like pinned me down trying to draw symbols on me i want to shove them off of me you shove one but you can't shove them all andy holly still caring about him is going to run towards the people they begin to swarm at you and Tanner, you see all this happening. What do you do? Um So where so where is Tanner? So is she like just walking towards Yeah, you're the, the outskirts. So if it's okay. like if it's like the group and everything, there's Andy in the middle of it. And then there's um Holly trying to kind of break through the crowd, and then you're on the outskirts of that. I think, I think uh, Tanner would also want to try and force her way through, but she would be kind of like, I think she is very furious right now. She is very furious. She's been played by this organization that she wanted nothing to fucking do with, and she just wants everything to stop so i think she's going to let out a growl and say everybody stop everyone does stop everyone stops but not because of your growl they stop because of something something else Tell me. Welcome to Mantra. We see. You are currently number eighty in the queue. We see Sylvester's body begin to convulse. Please hold. It convulses into violent contractions. While you wait, why not consider a He's dead, though, isn't he? There's nothing left of him, except for his mouth, 
that separates and he unfurls an unholy scream, answering yours, Tanner. And we see a hand reach out of Sylvester's mouth, defying all space, time. And we see it distend more, his jaws, his teeth breaking and cracking as this thing begins to emerge from it. This person, this fully sized human, as everyone chants and looks on in horror and dignity and pleasure and every other cinnamon I can think of, all of you watch as something is birthed from the remains of Sylvester. Ambiotic fluid slopping to the ground as this nude figure steps out, approaching the crowd. And everyone, if you haven't already, gains the head of the Hydra condition as they see the form of a perfectly fine but naked Reese. A question, MC. Yes. Since I have primal dominance and take a string on everyone I harm, mm -hmm. do I have a string on Reese still in this new body? I would think so, yes. By the base rules, you would. Give me a second. Firstly, I want to take a string on... Andy to give him the condition Pious Paladin. Alright. Alright. I like that. Sick. <laughs> she wants you to be a good boy, but also wants you to kill bad people. <laughs> I like that. And then on Reese. Going to give Reese the condition ashamed. Reese. That maneuver, you've never done it before, but <sighs> everything worked to plan. <sighs> Fuck. Oh shit. Good. Good. Hi. Don't Ugh. hi us. It, hold, hold on. Stop for a second. First of all, and I'm going to snap my fingers and break Donald's brainwashing on every member of Mantra at the same time. The members of Mantra uh, begin to cry out in pain and begin to uh, fall to the ground, convulsing for a second before becoming still. Okay. Sorry, I needed to fix that because he was a fucked up old man. Secondly, I'm going to I hold, just hold up my hands. I walk over to Andy. Holly's going to shout out as he walks across. For fuck's sake, cover your dick. That didn't. 
I grab. Is there like a tablecloth or anything I can grab to clothe myself? Yeah, you could grab. Sylvester's yes, clothes. Yeah, grab Sylvester's clothes. He won't be needed anymore. I just like pants wrap are okay. I just wrap something around my waist. I'm like, uh, and uh, I will kneel down next to Andy. Andy, hey, you all right? Fuck you. It, it, it's not my fault. I was trying. Listen. My grandpa... What? You didn't try. Yeah, you kept me from your fucking pervert old grandfather. Yeah, so he couldn't... Listen. There's a reason he wanted you. You have a gift. I guess. You can fix Tanner. I'll fix Tanner. I'll fix all of them. Well, everyone else is fine now. I fixed. Well, that means I gotta fix you too. Mm. Broke this. All right. You made me go to hours and hours of sitting there and listening to you and listening to others just tell me the same old dribble. While a lot of these shit birds out here were off running off, giving each other hand jobs, or off smoking cigarettes when I wasn't allowed to do anything. You said I had to be good. I had to be the best. Mm-hmm. And you just let them go around like a fucking hypocrite. Because like a Pharisee. If my grandfather had his way, you would be standing where I'm standing right now. And she would be dead. And I point at Holly, and she would be dead. But instead. I'm here. You're f- going to be fine. And so are they. And I can't promise. I can't say I did it the best way I could have, but I did it the only way I could figure out in as short a span of time as possible. You made me do things. I didn't make you do anything. They did. I tried to stop them. Just like I tried to stop them from killing her. And just like I did stop them from killing her. Point at Holly with the last one. You don't think that they knew you texted her? I need somebody. I needed somebody that wasn't just fucking wearing a fucking blue shirt. Who just didn't fucking smile at me. Sometimes the only way to take a system down is from the inside. I don't know if I can trust you because you've lied before. Here. Let, let me let me let me see if I can help. I'm going to leave. Everyone here will be fine. I ended whatever power my grandfather had over them. I don't know exactly what it was. You can fix what's wrong with Tanner. And I will leave. No. Hmm. You don't get to leave. Why? 
you had a part in ruining all these lives and you're just gonna walk away and not assist in helping these people put it back together? Maybe they'll be fine, but this is your responsibility. All of the resources of Mantra belong to Andy now. And you're gonna undo what you were a part of. I already did. You don't just snap your fingers. You help these people put it right. You can't just abandon people after killing one old man. I didn't. Like I said. You're still abandoning them. I don't care if Andy's the leader now. You were still a part of oh, this. I didn't say leader. And it's your responsibility to fix it. I didn't say leader. Andy has all of the resources of Mantra now. All and you are still a prick that was a part of it. So you're going to hang out with these people and, and help them Remind feel better. Remind them of all the shit that my grandfather did to them? Fucking go ahead or help them find new jobs or help them at least somehow understand. How am I supposed to do that now? We don't need him. By sticking around. And just being a sore thumb because I have nothing now. I said we Run don't need your him. your fucking heart again. Stick around and take responsibility. Wait. What, Andy? Don't need them. You don't need him. We don't need he, him. You don't need him. We don't. But he is still guilty. He is. And guilty people pay penance. They do. They do. I thought getting shoved, slammed through a table and having my heart ripped out and eaten was good enough, but okay. And I'll do it again. That was only, you know, that was only one of us, you know? The question remains up to Andy, though. Andy, do you forgive Brother Reese? As I harmed Andy, I have a string on Andy. And I am going to give Andy the condition non-forgiving. Reese, can you sit down, please? It just, he just sits down cross-legged on the ground. Holly, I need you to go wait in your car. Absolutely. I'll text you tomorrow. Thank you. Welcome back home. You too. And I will leave to my car. Tanner? We just yeah. spent the day. But it was nice meeting you. Yeah. You just sit on that podium, whatever the fuck it is. It, it, yeah, I just want, can I have one thing? Can I have one thing? Yeah, what do you need? Uh, Reese, can you hold out your hand for me? Please, it's just one thing. It's one last thing. I'd prefer not I'll to. spend a string if I have to. 
string is a temptation, but it is not an assurance. I know. I'm gonna. <laughs> well, I'm gonna spend a string. I will spend both of the strings I have on you. Oh, damn it. <laughs> no. Counter strings. <laughs> no. Damn it. Andy's gonna hold out his hand instead. I. Take it. Not, not take you. It. Absolutely not. Tanner, take it. No. Bloodthirsty. Don't pull on no. Well, it, Andy does soul. smell pretty fucking good. Tanner, hold out my hand. Uh, okay. And Andy's going to move in front of Tanner. And he's going to look at Tanner. I'm sorry, oh, Tanner. I'm sorry for what they did to you. It should have never happened. And no one should have let it happen. And I couldn't have been there to stop it. But I'm going to try to do something about it now. I just need you to know that you can trust me, okay? Okay. I guess. I would like to spend a string on Tanner to give me plus one forward towards them. And then I would like to use my move Breath of Life on Tanner. Read the second paragraph. When I lay my hands on someone recently dead and I don't have the condition drained, I don't have to roll dark. They come from back, back from the dead and I choose one. There are options. What are those options you can choose? Leaning into my conditions. Someone nearby dies. And who is that someone? Someone else could have helped you. And they didn't. And... Andy's going to look at Reese and say, nobody gets out clean. Do you choose Reese? I choose Reese. Tanner, you have many thoughts that go into your head. One of them is the full memory of what happened to you. As Andy begins, you feel light intersecting with every bit of your moral being. You remember Tanner. Or not Tanner, you remember Sylvester. You remember Jamie. You remember Becca. And you remember Reese sitting in the front seat but there was one other person there your eyes lock with Andy who watched you walk out the door and simply turn back to his meal like nothing happened no one gets out alive no one gets scot-free that's the truth of the matter and as Tanner you 
feel the blood within your body begin to flow. The bones start to realign. The colors start to come back to your face slowly and fading over time. And the hunger that was once there, the hunger that has be that had settled in your stomach, is gone. But then the realization sets in. Everything you've done, everything you did. And you can't stop your body from rejecting it. As you heave and you hoe and you vomit on the floor of the compound. You vomit it all. Mixtures of breakfast, of the dogs, of Rebecca, of Jamie, of Sylvester. Tanner, you spill your guts quite literally to the floor. Until there's nothing left. Until all you have is your purged. Your purged soul. And Reese dies. It comes like a whisper. Like a cool sleep. And he drops. And to close out this story, this mantra story, Tanner, you find yourself horrified with your decision, so you leave. You run farthest. You run all the way back to your sister. Patrick Kiva. And you dare not tell the story. Holly, you wait for Andy. But it never happens. Andy simply sits there. He sits there. And he looks. Maybe even cradles Reese's body. Of the friend he thought he had. And the friend he killed. The friend that invoked so much punishment and caused so much pain. Even indirectly. And Holly, you get this dreadful feeling that not everything is right. And the last shot we see is a close-up of Andy. Wishing that someone would pat him on his head, give him a hug, and make it feel okay. As you fall out of your darkest self. And you do feel that warmth. You feel someone wrap their arms around you. And you hear Reese whisper in your ear. It's okay, Brother Walsh. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Always. And that ends Mantra. A two-part Monster Heart story. Thank you everyone for joining me today in what was a gory, violent, and honestly really fucking emotional game. Um, I hope all my players had fun today and had fun over the past course. I hope you built a grand Monster Heart story with me. A story that I feel like could not have been told on any other channel but this one. A story that has never been pushed this far. I feel like we really pushed Monsarts to what it could truly be and to right off the fucking grid. And I thank you all for that. Um, I thank you to everyone that watched it, that stuck with the content. I hope it made you feel something, whether it made you feel angry, whether it made you feel disgusted, or maybe it made you feel invigorated. Honestly, as long as you felt something you stuck around and watched, that's okay with me. And there's nothing left to do but to roll up the red carpet for our cast. And we give them some plug time. First off, before we continue, how is everyone feeling? <sighs> and I think let's everyone on one, two, three. I need a nap. Yeah. Let's give <laughs> yeah. a 
on on the count of three, let's give a nice deep breath. One, two, three. Refocus our inner chakras. Follow the mantra well. <laughs> and I'm gonna go in reverse order this time from what I started. Starting with Wes, please tell everyone what you got going on. Uh, hi, my name is Wes, or Brother Wes. I'm with Carrying Comfort Studios. Um, and thank you, Nick, for having me on here. Uh, I, I love Monster Hearts, and I love doing different things with Monster Hearts and subverting the trope. Uh, so this was sick. I also love Bring Me the Horizon, so this was sick too. Um, yeah, uh, there's a lot of great stuff coming up, uh, coming up, and I'm sure Leslie can tell you about some of it. Uh, but I'll tell you about Saturday. Uh, we have the wonderful uh, and uh, uh, talented and enigmatic and incomparable and uh, some other words starting with Val. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, all of that stuff. Uh, uh, Zachary Valdo is uh, running a uh, Vampire the Masquerade V5 one shot. Uh, that is uh, set in Nashville called Murder on Music Row, and it is a blood hunt with shot. So if you have always wanted to see that one part of Vampire the Masquerade that seems to get a little bit looked over, it gets talked about, it gets hushed and whispered in the halls of Elysium, but nobody ever really pulls it out until it's at the last moment. Uh, we, we've got a bunch of wonderful players that are going to be playing with us, including Leslie, Charlie, Oz, uh, Samantha McClarty, as well as Kay. And you can see them all on a bunch of wonderful things. But go ahead and check that out. Uh, Sunday, we've got Crack the Sky. Uh, it is our penultimate episode. And uh, then next week, uh, we have our own Monster Hearts game starting on Thursday. Uh, Comfort County High, um, which I will be playing in. Uh, and it's going to be run by Natalie Pudum of Charm Person Games. So uh, if you want to check out, I'm not going to say my skin just yet, but if you want to come check it out, I'm playing a very different character. So one might say the opposite of this character. Uh, then uh, you can go and check that out. And uh, follow at Brother X West, that's right below me, and then at Comfort Carrion. Check out our Discord, all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop talking now. So I'm Leslie. Um, you can find me at Twitter at the handle below my face. Um, like Wes said, I'll be in the game on Saturday. Um, but before that, you can see me Friday for Kingdom Hearts Interstitial War, where you'll see Zach again reprising his role. Um, I'm sure Nick will talk more about that. Um, and then, of course, Sunday, uh, Crack the Sky. But I also do a podcast. I do a video game podcast called Hot Garbage Gaming. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And actually, starting... Hopefully Saturday, you'll be able to catch up on a couple of the, uh, the shows on Carry and Comfort, because um, we're going to start doing those as podcasts that I'm editing the audio for. So starting Saturday, you can start getting caught up on Iron City by night, just in time for the next season. Awesome. And I'm not, I'm going to skip Ian, because Ian's kind of gaming, so we should go last. Ellie, come on, tell us what you got going on. Thank you guys so much for a amazing first game of monster hearts this has really set the bar for me <laughs> i think i'm gonna go into other games expecting this <laughs> and people are gonna think i'm the edge lord at the table uh <laughs> but this was super fun this was super exciting and i got to kill my boyfriend so <laughs> um 
But yeah, I am the storyteller for ATL by Night. You can find us every Tuesday on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ATL by Night. We are currently in our off season doing our postseason interview show and family game night. And we have a new little show coming up um, that is a catch up show. So if season five is going to be your first season with us, we will soon have a show that will help you get up to speed before you start season five. And it's really cool. It's really exciting. We're super happy with it. Um, this coming Wednesday, the 7th, I will be on the Vampire Interprets, uh, but it's this time the Redhead Vixen Interprets, uh, a women in gaming panel. And that is Wednesday, April 7th at 5 p.m. Central. Uh, I had to write it down for me. <laughs> uh, Twitch dot. Uh, twitch.tv slash ttrpg underscore theater and you can find me there with some amazing people like Samantha McLarty and other fantastic folks and soon I I won't say details but we have a very special vampire western two-shot coming up featuring some amazing figures of the D&D community and some familiar faces to folks here, uh, but it is a two-shot that will tell a legend from the Anarch side and from the Camarilla side. So we'll be seeing how the two sides interpret their own history. Uh, but it's very, it's gonna be very fun. I'm really happy to run it, and I think that's all I have. All right, Ian, why don't you get us caught up before I do my huge plug? your huge plug no uh i'm ian from gehenna gaming it's been fantastic being as creepy as i possibly could be um nah it's not, probably not true i probably could have notched it up just a little bit but no um and getting murdered by my girlfriend and uh threatened to be eaten by wesley and i just wanted your pinky again and again and again hey you know what it's really hard to kill a hydra when you don't kill, cut off all its heads so we made you into reese's pieces you did but um no we have a lot of really cool stuff coming up we've been ironing out our production schedule so saturday night one shots are kicking back off we have a bunch of really good games coming up on saturdays um now we have i believe the finale of gehenna valley this monday yes with uh, some special stuff coming up after that we have um oof, so many things more um fireside chats on tuesdays Wednesdays, uh, we have the finale of Silent Hill coming up this week with some really great stuff following that for Cult. Thursdays, we have a mini-series for Bluebeard's Bride starting up in April, which I'm very excited about because I'm very interested in that game, but I haven't had a chance to play it yet. So I'm not playing in it, but I'm going to be watching. Um, and I can't say much more than that just yet. But stay tuned. Follow us on uh, Twitter at, at Gehenna Gaming. Check out our website. Join our Discord. I'll drop links in a second. Bunch of really cool stuff. Oh, and you can find me like over on ATL by Night when Season 5 starts and Carrying Comfort Studios when Season 2 of Iron City by Night starts, etc., etc. So those are really cool places to go to. <laughs> awesome places to go to. I second take, that. Take away. All right, everyone. Hey, I was your MC today, uh, Nick Francia. You can find me at Nobleman Nick. And wow, where to start up where, uh, where you can find me at. Um, so actually tomorrow I'm going to be over on Caring Comfort Studios doing 
We have four episodes left of Kingdom Hearts The Interstitial War. We're in the, what I like to call, the finale, finale group of episodes, um, which is going to be guest-starring Zachary Valdo, who is coming back as the fan-favorite Doctor Strange. It's going to be awesome. There's going to be a lot of lore drop. It's going to set up the finale. Um, Lucian, as Ben Solo, is probably going to cry and murder someone. It's going to be great. You should just watch it. It's going to be good. Um, other than that, let's see. Let's see what else I have on my mind. So... I'm actually coming up with a new project. I've talked about it a bit. It's been pretty much like not officially. We haven't officially teased anything yet, but um, it's been pretty much said on Twitter. Uh, where there's going, I'm going to be running the sequel series to Gehenna Valley, known as Gehenna Academy. Um, entirely new, different series. Entirely new, different cast. Actually, a complete cast of BIPOCs. It's awesome. We just landed a fourth cast member today. So we're just hunting down the last one out of the application. So thank Here's you to everyone. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you to everyone that has applied. Uh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. This is going to be a Monster Hearts uh, unlike any other. So, but let me talk about the real reason I ran this two shot. As much as it was to introduce my friends and to push Monster Hearts to what it is. Um, not only am I the stream producer for Gehenna, and I'm, I also do a lot of stuff writing for tabletop in general. So, actually, my first product I ever put out was the Forgotten Skins, which you could find over on DriveThruRPG, which is a free supplement where I converted a bunch of the one first edition skins that didn't get a 2E treatment uh, and bring them up to speed for two, for second edition. Um, it's completely free. It's got about, like, ten different skins in it. So it's awesome. Definitely check that, including some of the fan favorites plus skins for the skin All the skins for the skin list. Um, that being said... I'm actually, this scenario, uh, as well as the Hydra playbook, you might be thinking, wow, that's an original playbook I've never played before. That's because it's a part of a new supplement I'm writing called Weird People, Weird Places. Uh, this will be a paid, for, paid supplement. You're going to be getting four different new skins, including the Hydra, the Oracle, the Echidna, and the Chimera, and getting four different settings awesome four new settings with a bunch of custom moves including wickerton which is the setting we just played now with mantra or it could be something else who knows you have to buy the book to find out you're also going to be getting the academy out which is going to be the setting of gehenna academy as well as a template built off of that for making your own academies you're also going to get one of my fan favorites camp sparrow also known as monster Hearts summer camp Oh my god, that's great. We're taking you off the grid. Also, put it in the 80s. I like putting shit in the 80s. I don't know why. And then finally, <laughs> we also have what I call the uh, Greenvale Institution, which is uh, my take on the teens stuck in a psychi uh, psychiatric hospital a la New Mutants, a la Glass Style. So, a lot of awesome settings, a lot of new playbooks to play around. If you're ready to take Monsters off the grid, as I like to say it, I think this is the perfect supplement for you. Uh, it will be releasing towards the end of April, early May. So definitely uh, check out. It's done solely by me. I'm the writer. I'm the artist. I'm the proofreader. I'm the layout artist. I'm, it's, it's all one-man project. So if you don't mind supporting an up-and-coming indie uh, tabletop developer, uh, please uh, throw your monies my way. I love y'all. But if not, it's totally fine, and I understand. And thank you all for watching. Thank you all for taking this journey through Mantra with me. Uh, thank you all again to my amazing cast. It's late. I need to go to sleep. We all need to go to sleep. Let's get the fuck out of here. And remember, censor yourself.
because before the truth will set you free, it'll piss it'll you off. It'll piss you off. Good night, everyone. I love you. Thank you, Nick. Bye. Good night, everyone. Thank you, Nick. Bye, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Good night, George.